It's Friday night, which means it's time for another episode of the Friday Night Nicktoons podcast, Nick Madness Edition, Part 2. We've been so excited for this episode. Hopefully you got this in your feed. We've been having a bit of technical difficulties getting our podcast out to you guys, but... If you're listening to this, you got it, and we're so excited. Last time, we analyzed the first week of Nick Madness, and we also previewed the two games that occurred this week. Yeah, and so today in our second episode, we're going to be focusing on those two games that happened, the two games from the left side of the bracket, and we'll be previewing next week's games, which are the right side of the bracket. And At the end of this, we will have our final four, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, it's really flown by, but it does slow down a bit from here. As you guys saw this week, with only two games, we sort of let the suspense build, and boy, was there a lot of suspense this week. We're going to have a lot to talk about. Thank you guys so much for listening. Now let's get started. Alright, first up, we'll be discussing the left side of the Elite Eight. So, uh, another way to word that, the top four of the left side of the bracket. As I have kind of elaborately stated before, two of them will move on, have already moved on to the final four. One of them will move on to the championship, and then we'll have a, you know, we'll give or take 50% chance of winning the whole darn thing. So, it's really getting close, Ashley. Yeah, it's... It's been a wild ride. Uh, we started out the week with a pretty non-exciting poll, I would say. Uh, pretty, you know, quickly, quickly decided. Uh, we had SpongeBob versus the Wild Thornberries, and SpongeBob ended up getting 87% of the vote with the win, which, like I said, it no point in this did Wild Thornberries have any amount of a chance. Uh, honestly, I thought it would be a little bit closer. I thought for sure SpongeBob would win, but I did not. I was not prepared for that quantity of destruction. Totally. Yeah, when we previewed this last week, to our credit, we said we would not be surprised if SpongeBob crushes it. So we're not surprised, but also could have seen it being closer. Maybe could have seen Wild Thornberries barely winning somehow, but in no universe does Wild Thornberries crush SpongeBob. And I don't know, I don't know... uh, we can say in retrospect, right, Ashley, that we I think this was the right call far and away. Yeah, I think I think that's valid for us to be able to say. I, I think SpongeBob should have beat the Wild Thornberries, both in popularity-wise, I'm not surprised, and I think SpongeBob is the better show. Nothing against Wild Thornberries. I love the Wild Thornberries. I can say so many great things about it, but overall, I think we can agree that this is how it should have ended up. Totally. And I do love the wild thornberries and mean absolutely no disrespect, but I think it's somewhere between 8th and 5th place is exactly where it should be. Yeah, I, I'll agree with that as well. Alright, do you want to talk about the, the next game that happened where things got yeah, crazy? I, well, I guess you already mentioned that Spongebob took a strong lead right away and never let up, which has happened a few times. That will be contrasted by our next game because that lead did not stay secure. But yeah, so Spongebob advances. uh, It wins that conference. So let's look at... I say let's take a look. Now that we're in the final four, we can sort of view the winner of each as the winner of a mini tournament. Yeah, I I feel you. 
So SpongeBob beat out. Let me pull up a bracket here. Essentially, the people have decided that SpongeBob is a better show than Ah Real Monsters, Rocco's Modern Life. Wild Thornberries and Angry Beavers, and I would I would agree with all of, all of that. I think this was the obvious pick of those five. Yeah, if I think of all of the four conferences, this is the one that I was the most confident in getting to the final four. I would have been truly stunned had anything else ended up beating it out. There were some where I was like, maybe it'll be closer, but I honestly would not have been prepared for a SpongeBob loss this early on in. The uh, so tournament yeah, whatsoever. Wins the upper left conference. I don't know. If we had to come up with some sort of theme tying it together, what would you go with? It could. This might not be fair, but it could be an animals theme, in some way. Um. Yeah. To just sort of arbitrarily. If we wanted to act like together. we made this in themes. <laughs> yeah, we didn't group them in themes at all. But in terms of like something more interesting than like upper left, you know. <laughs> Um, yeah, I feel that. Unreal Monsters, they might as well be animals, and then the rest of the show is essentially about animals. Thornberries in a different way, but... Yeah, I guess more so than any of the other conferences, well, if you like, ignore The bottom Cat, left Dog, Cat, conference doesn't really have any animals as the focus. That's kind of bizarre. I was gonna say, it's a lot of, a lot of like, uh, normal people with, like, special... Not even powers necessarily, but like, you know, the odd parents and Chalk Zone and Danny Phantom all fit into that sort of fantasy weird I can have this ability thing, but the rest of those definitely don't. Yeah, Rocket Power's just kids skateboarding and right. Doug could not be a more average kid. Right. Well they're all about human kids, which you think wouldn't be that weird, but none of the upper left are, except for Thornberries. Yeah, that's true. Alright. I think I think we've held out long enough. Yeah, we found every angle. Well, we had the Tom Kenny angle, too, that he was in at least Spongebob and Rocco's. I wouldn't be surprised if he had been on Angry Beavers or Thornberries or Ah Real Monsters, to be honest. Yeah, he's he's voiced a lot of things in his day. So let's move on to the bottom left, the, the human conference, apparently. That's how we're going with it. Yeah, this one... Wow. Wow, I was personally, and I know Casey said that he saw this being a close game. Personally, I just was like, maybe, but Fairly Odd Parents is just going to win. Like, I was pretty strong on that vote. And if we look at our brackets, too, it was pretty overwhelmingly uh, Fairly Odd Parents, at least of the ones that were still in. Fairly Odd Parents versus Danny Phantom, as far as votes go, was like, I don't know. There was two for Danny Phantom, and anything that was still in was for uh, Rocket Power. So... Not Rocket Power. Fairly Odd Parents. So I was feeling pretty confident in this. And, uh, we saw some things, didn't we? Yeah, wow. This is... This was our most intense matchup yet. Even more intense than Doug and Chalk Zone. Because Doug and Chalk Zone, the difference was two votes. This one, the difference was literally one vote. And it had, they were tied until... I don't know. They were tied this morning when I woke up, and then Fairly Odd Parents wanted out. There weren't any votes in the last hour or so, so it wasn't like a literal. I was refreshing that whole time. 
But yeah, I'm curious that I saw Danny Phantom never actually took the lead, but I might have missed it. It didn't. No, it didn't. It definitely okay. didn't because I it was... screenshotted it when it got to fifty percent, fifty percent, and was freaking out. And, yeah, Casey uh, also we were both... he did this thing where he would he would message me and he'd be like, "Look at it, look at the tournament right now, it's crazy," and then like it would still be fairly odd parents ahead by like twenty percent, and I was like. <laughs> Okay, thank you. I only did that once. I only lied once. But then yeah, but it really I, turned it was, into this. It was a boy who cried wolf sort of situation, and I was like, if I open Twitter a second time for this to be the same. Um, I guess, yeah, so just to clarify, because I don't know if we directly said it, Fairly Odd Parents won by one vote, 51%, 49%. So close. Oh. And also more intense just because of the fact that... Um, you know, it's a higher game. The point values are higher. It could have made a pretty serious difference in a couple of people's brackets had Danny Phantom won. And I do oh, want to totally. kind of, you know, say to those who put Danny Phantom, clearly you you were not as wrong as some people probably thought you were. Like, that yeah, was a very, very two, close game. There were only two people who had Danny Phantom winning that game. And we'll get into the bracket analysis in another in the next segment because we're mostly focusing on previewing right now. But the two of you put Danny Phantom out of 23. And then for Fairly Odd Parents, that's 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 people put Fairly Odd Parents. And then the rest put either Chalkstone, Rocket Power, or Doug. And uh, yeah, this might be our most varied Final Four result. No, it looks like the Hey Arnold, Jimmy Neutron yeah. game has the most varied results. The Hey Arnold, Jimmy Neutron one is definitely the most the most varied. Um, but regardless of all of that, I think this is the one that if we were to take the bracket percentages as the voting percentages, which I realize you can't exactly do, but if we were to do that, I think this is the one that's the most wrong thus far. Because even with, you know... Um, Doug, Chalk Zone, All Grown Up, Ren, and Stimpy, they were relatively close. They weren't super close, but they were relatively close in bracket numbers. This one was so, so heavily Fairly Odd Parents, which I think is why I started to get in my head. Like, yeah, they're going to win. Of course, Fairly Odd Parents is going to win. And dang, it was close. This, I also just want to emphasize here, like, vote in the polls, man. Two people would have made the difference. Yeah, if if there are people listening to this who are like, Danny Phantom should have won and I didn't vote and I'm so mad because it would have made the difference. Um, first of all, I I would have to disagree. I, I don't want to anger, you know, apparently half of our fan base, but I think Fairly Odd Parents was the obvious choice here for the best show. And maybe the people who voted for Danny Phantom have seen more of recent Fairly Odd Parents than I have. And with SpongeBob, you can almost excuse recent SpongeBob because A, I think it's a little better than recent Fairly Odd Parents, and B, original SpongeBob. Actually, I shouldn't even say this because they're about to face off. I feel like original SpongeBob was better than original Fairly Odd Parents. Therefore, Fairly Odd Parents would have a harder time beating Danny Phantom based on nostalgia alone. But I guess I didn't realize how huge Danny Phantom was. I was sort of in the older leg of Nicktoon watching. I still watched it, but I guess it was not my time. Yeah, and for me personally, even back at the the Rocket Power Danny Phantom game, I was expecting it to be relatively close, which, again, I was wrong. I think underestimating Danny Phantom was, was not something I should have done, clearly. Um, 
I'd ended up being that for those. My votes were right in the end, but I was, I was struggling to choose between Danny Phantom Rocket Power, and I was like, well, versus Fairly Odd Parents, will it even be that close? Really mm -hmm. glad we got a close game though. I was, I was a little bit worried that we'd have only easy games here on out. I'm glad to see some some serious battles right here. Totally. Yeah, it was riveting. We were both messaging each other. Can you believe this? Like, this is insane. Yeah, me and, and, me and Casey take this pretty seriously, honestly. Ashley, can you imagine if the championship is 51-49 until the last hour? Casey, don't even, don't <laughs> even. I won't be able to handle oh, my God. life. I will not sleep. I will not eat until the results happen. Okay, I think... God. Oh, I guess, I guess we can do the same thing as before then, right? If we look at the bracket, that means that people agreed that Fairly Odd Parents is a better show than Chalk Zone, Doug, Rocket Power, and just barely Danny Phantom. And I think that's fair as well. I do too. Yeah, I still think, I feel like the Rocket Power vote should have been closer than Danny, it was, but, because Danny Phantom just mowed it over. Like, yeah, man. for sure. I think, I think Rocket Power got a little little undervoted. I'm not sure if that's just because of the generational thing, or maybe people just don't like that show as much as I personally did, but uh, yeah, still interesting, interesting stuff. We've got half of our top four next, uh, coming up next, we'll have the, well, not next, next, next week, we'll have the face-off between Spongebob and Fairly Odd Parents. I think yep. that sums it up. We want to start talking about previews. Yeah, why don't we? So let's see who, we won't outright pick our favorites, but let's start talking about who is going to match Spongebob and Fairly Odd Parents all the way on the opposite side of the bracket to complete our final four. All right, now we're going to be talking about the games that will be coming up in the upcoming week. So this is the right side of the bracket now, trying to figure out the other half of that final four. We have two games. We've got Hey Arnold versus Jimmy Neutron and Rugrats, Rugrats versus Rocket Power. And two of those will be in the final two. Yeah, you know, before this tournament started, I would have guessed that the right side would be a good deal closer than the left side. I kind of had an inkling that SpongeBob and Fairly Odd Parents would both have a clear path to the final four because they were two of my favorite Nicktoons ever. But it's you can't get much closer. You can't get any closer than Fairly Odd Parents and Danny Phantom were. So <laughs> uh, let's look at Hey Arnold versus Jimmy Neutron first. This is the game I have been most anxious about and most like anticipatory of of the entire tournament i thought i really felt like hey arnold was gonna win going into the tournament but after it's showing last week against cat dog where it won and won by a decent amount but not nearly as much as i would have hoped for it to have power in this next match so i really have no clue what's gonna happen here ashley yeah i will say that if we look at it the percentages of Hey Arnold versus Cat Dog were relatively similar to those of Jimmy Neutron versus Invader Zim. Interesting. So um, it felt like Jimmy Neutron pummeled Zim, and Hey Arnold kind of eked out I a think, win against Cat Dog. I think for us, part of why so so Hey Arnold got sixty six percent, 
versus 34, and Jimmy Neutron got 70. So that's only a 4% spread. Yeah. I think what it was was that we were anticipating Jimmy Neutron and Vader Zim being a very close game. So comparatively, Jimmy Neutron killed it, and we were per- anticipating Hey Arnold destroying Cat Dog. So right. comparatively, it didn't seem quite so uh, quite so much of a win, but they're relatively similar. I guess you could argue that Invader Zim was a harder team to beat than Cat Dog, or the other way around. Yeah, I'm not. So really it's it's sure. hard to really predict off of that. But at the very least, I would say they're not necessarily particularly close between, or particularly different between the two. I think also, like we were saying, this is the most contested in our brackets, which I'm not going to get too much into it. But um, yeah, this this is the game that will make or break. A lot of people's situations, I think. Totally. Well, for for many, because if Hey Arnold loses here, it loses the remaining games. And right. there's a decent number of people with Hey Arnold as the champion, obviously, that loses here. That will not happen. Yeah, so. Hey Arnold has a decent showing in the championship. And uh, let's talk about the shows themselves. I can't think of two harder shows to compare in terms of content. I guess there's some similarities, but not many. Yeah, I mean, for one, Hey Arnold is a much more real show, and intentionally so. Jimmy Neutron's not really trying for it. Hey Arnold is a lot more emotional, I think. Um, Jimmy Neutron's mostly more of a comedy. Not like a laugh-out-loud comedy, but definitely more on the, the comedy end of things. Um, yeah, there's there's not a whole lot of similarities. They're both kids in school. There's a male protagonist who are approximately the same age, but they're nothing alike. They both have weird shaped heads. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, weird weird shaped heads. Which which weird shaped headed kid is gonna, and so gonna pull this Zim one out? And Invader Zim. So why don't we make that the theme of this right side? <laughs> weird weird shaped weird heads. Shaped I guess heads. you could argue that Cat Dog oh God, is absolutely. two heads, and that's and then Cat that Scratch. There are all sorts of weird shapes. Yeah, sure. I'll let this be the weird he- weird shaped head <laughs> portion yeah. of said said bracket. Um, <laughs> yeah, I honestly, I imagine, and I've been saying this, and I've been wrong, but I imagine this being a very close game. Um, I could be wrong. I honestly, and I, I think I could say this just because anybody who's listened to our podcast knows, I think Hey Arnold is by far the better show. I love Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold is, is so close to my heart that it would be a little bit hard to see it lose. But I think I think it would be, you know, Jimmy Neutron's not the worst show it could lose to. Right. Well, let's look at the other the others in the Elite Eight if it had had to face one of them. Like, I'll bet it would have handily beat Wild Thornberries. My it it would have had done better against Danny Phantom than Fairly Odd Parents in my opinion, and then Rugrats or Teenage Robot. I'm not really sure how it would do against those because we haven't. I guess seen we'll who wins yet. We can potentially see in the future how well Hey Arnold will do against Rugrats or Teenage Robot. That's true. Because if it does that win, it'll play the winner of those. Right, right. Oh God, I'm already the vote isn't till Monday, and I'm already getting nervous about it. Yeah, it's. It makes me pretty anxious. I'm not going to lie here. But I would, um, I would say they are both top four, arguable top four Nicktoons. I wouldn't yeah, necessarily I think so as well. have Jimmy Neutron in mind, but I wouldn't laugh you out of the room if you had Jimmy Neutron in your top four. To be fair, I think 
depending on your age and what you ended up growing up watching, I can see valid arguments for most of these shows being in a personal top four, but somebody my age who grew up with the same shows as I did still saying, I think Jimmy Neutron is amongst the top four, I'd be like, yeah, okay. Right. I can I can live with that. Because there are lots All of right. other shows on here that I'd be kind of like, oh, really? Huh. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I think we've, we've talked this one out. Um, the next game I think should be not close at all, if I just had to make my guess right now. That's Rugrats versus My Life as a Teenage Robot. Well, actually, I, just think... I think now is my time to be a little arrogant. <laughs> because you thought a similar thing about Fairly Odd Parents versus Danny Phantom, and you were dead wrong, and I was right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying, now listen, I'm not saying Teenage Robot is going to... You know, I'm just going to quickly say, I think it's funny that you're talking about how much better your prediction skills are when I'm beating you right now in the brackets. Uh, what are our points at? Did you update the point totals? 13 to 14, but still, oh, I just, I think it's a little bit funny, Casey. <laughs> it's so close. <laughs> well, which, I didn't, well, see, I didn't really have a stupid one wrong, which just means I was okay. just wrong. You had a stupid one wrong with uh, Cat's Which means, yeah, but I, that means, if anything... I had a stupid one wrong, and I'm still beating That's you. That's true. Dang it. <laughs> Just digging my own grave here. But I will say, should... And I'm being diplomatic about this so that no matter what happens, I can say I was right. Always a politician, man. <laughs> but should Rugrats and Teenage Robot end up being 51%, 49%, or even, dare I say, 50-50... My, my monocle will not be falling into my caviar unlike yours, Ashley. <laughs> I just personally, I would just be very, very surprised. I think Rugrats has that broad generational spread. It does. I feel like That's a huge that, advantage. Two generations grew up with Rugrats. Right. Whereas Teenage Robot, I a kind of grew up with, but like I don't even hold that show particularly dear to me i think it's i remember liking it right but i don't i have... think we underestimate that show in because it was around the same time and same length as danny phantom too i feel like it's you in know that that's same true. category where uh and i think again i think rugrats has more advantages than fairly odd parents did in terms of making it to the final four if if you know gun to my head i say rugrats wins but i and it could, it totally could get ninety nine percent of the vote. Okay, that's a stretch, but it if it got eighty percent, that would make sense to me. I if teenage, it's I feel similar to SpongeBob and Wild Thornberries here, where like yes, I expect Rugrats to win, and yes, I expect it to win handily. I don't expect Teenage Robot to crush it, but if it is close, you know, it could be. We don't really know. Casey's Casey's basically saying, whatever results happen, he's not surprised. He can't be shocked by anything. No, I, I just said I'd be shocked if Teenage Robot crushes Rugrats. Okay, I guess that's fair. That would be pretty shocking. Fine. Fine. I'm just saying, I my money is on it being closer than you think. That's all I'm saying. You don't even know how close I think it will be. <laughs> you basically implied you think Rugrats is going to run away with it. I think it's going to run... I didn't... Not necessarily like a 90-10, but I'm I'm expecting closer to like a 70-30, 60-40 situation. Why is that, Ashley? Is it because you're rigging the votes? Are you wiretapping the FNN tower? <laughs> if I were rigging the votes, why would I have lost any points? 
Well, you gotta make it convincing. Although maybe Patricia's but I'm rigging lose. the votes. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, kids. <laughs> well, you just want to beat me. That's all you want. Plus, it's better for the podcast if somebody else wins. Okay, I'm not gonna get into this. I'm not rigging the votes. I have better things to do with my life. Um, I want a fair match. I want to know what the people think. Yeah, me too. Of course, of course, we're all we're completely joking. No conspiracy yeah. theories here. We're we're just messing too. Uh, in general, as competitive and me and Casey might get, we're still as much of friends as we ever are. Well, Ashley, if the championship does become the matchup that you and I both have, and we both have opposite winners. Um, depending on how it goes, I may be too salty to continue the podcast. <laughs> you know, that's kind of valid, but also I think should it get down to those two players that I will have the championship. Mm. No spoilers, kids, right. but, uh... But then you're saying if it goes the other way, you might... That's it. Okay, I see what you're saying. That's interesting. Well, time will tell, and a few weeks from now... We will have a better... Well, we'll know. We won't have a better idea. We'll just know. We'll have a better idea of what had happened already. <laughs> we'll be more... Technically a, We'll true. be able to make better predictions once it's already happened. All right. Um, I think that sums up all of our thoughts. I've been having so much fun. Thanks, everyone, for voting. We've had some of the higher voting turnouts that we've ever seen totally. for our polls. So super glad to see people participating. Um, Should we get to our brackets now? Yeah, let's go ahead. So, for, get, let's get it out of the way. Patricia's bracket is still perfect and has a very solid chance to remain perfect, I would say, through the final four, and a decent chance to stay perfect all the way. Um, my friend Max is doing very well and looks like he could be a likely winner through several scenarios. He's got 15 points, still 29 possible points. So if Patricia falls, Max might be able to take the throne from her. Then we've got at Mr. Mime Time, still competing in there. He, uh... Very close to Max in the remaining portions of the bracket. That's true, that's very true. So he's got a chance. Um, our, our longtime listener Cam, at CamelDude67... Also has a decent chance. He he is the only one. Do we want to say this? Um, let's just say there's a game where he is the only one that put a certain answer. So should that go his way, he very well could win the whole thing. If it doesn't, yeah. he might be done. It's actually a fairly tight race between the remaining people as of the moment. There's only a couple of differing points for most. Right. And so these these next couple of games are actually pretty big in deciding the winner of the brackets. Right. And then do we want to get into the people um, in the next tier just real quick? You know, we don't have to go through um, and analyze it. We can. There's a decent number of them. Yeah, we've got um, five more who would be tied for third place right now. Although really three because three of those five have the same amount of points possible. Yeah, so we analyze points possible based on if you have a team that has already lost going further on, obviously you can't get those points. So we've sort of marked those in preemptively because you can't win those games. Um, yeah, so at the top of the third, so tied for third place at the top of it with the same points possible are Renee at Renee Collects, 
at the Sir Toasty and Ashley at the Awit. So you guys all have 14 points, and the only points possible you have lost are the, those matches you lost. So you still could get win out your bracket. Technically true. Technically true. I'm just glad to not be getting too destroyed overall. I'd be a little embarrassed. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, you could make a bid for a second place should everything pan out perfectly. Yeah, it... tied, I assume. It depends, but I think yeah. me and at the Sir Toasty actually have identical brackets from here on out. So nice. yeah, you do. Look at that. So should that happen, whatever place we end up at, I'm I don't want to like check through every game, but whatever place we end up at would be the same place. So hey, at the Sir Toasty, we're hanging in there together. Whatever happens. We're in this together. And then we have two more with 14 points, but they have pretty low points possible and uh, some eliminations coming up. They're the first ones going down that have things eliminated in the future. And then there's me and at Megaferret777 who have 13 points and the total possible 27 points remaining with the potential to win out and maybe go for a third place bid or something. Everyone else who wasn't mentioned... It's probably not going to happen for you, unfortunately, unless a miracle happens. But uh, yeah, like I my, mean, my brother has fairly odd parents winning it all, and he's the only one. So if that happens, he has a shot at winning the whole thing. Sure, and again, it happens. A lot of these could have gone either way. A lot of these I expected being closer. So if your bracket's not doing so hot, don't feel bad, man. It happens. Totally. Well, I think we've talked this week to death. It was a very interesting week with only two games, but a whole lot of action. Yeah, I think we're ready to get back to our other favorite thing to be competitive about, and that is Nick Trivia. All right, we have another round of trivia where I'm hoping for some redemption. It's currently 4-2 to two, Ashley is winning, and uh, you know, Ashley, not to put some bite into it, but I want to say that's the biggest lead you've ever had in trivia. That might be true. Um, I've definitely had a lead before. I don't know if I've been leading by two before. Yeah. But let's see as I continue to further the spread. Um, all right, mine is related to the... Teen Nick programming block called The Splat, which I'm guessing you've heard of, seen before. It's where your uh, coloring book came from. and Oh, I know The Splat, actually. <laughs> and my question is, uh, there's several shows that appeared on this block. Some of them are more permanent, and some of them have shown up sometimes. Which of these Nicktoons has never appeared within The Splat programming block of oh, Teen Nick? Is it... Great question. I... A, Invader yeah. Zim... B, the Wild Thornberries, C, Chalk Zone, or D, the Red and Stimpy Show? Okay, well, the Splat was basically made for Invader Zim, from what I remember. Um, so it's not Zim. I just remember being on that all the time. This, okay, Thornberries had to have been on it. Um, and I think it was in my coloring book, too. Um, what were the other two? Uh, C, Chalk Zone, D, Run and Stimpy. Chalk Zone was not. Final answer. Alright. I feel like there's a possibility Wikipedia was wrong. Actually, Invader Zim never showed up within the 
flat time block. I think you might be thinking of the Nicktoons wow. channel that exists. You're right, I am. There was a separate um, channel. I got them mixed up. Which but, is valid. Wow. But I was shocked that just according yeah, to, like I said, shocking. assuming that Wikipedia has it right, if anybody watches the splat and wants to call me out and say that it's wrong, I'll be happy to find a new question and replace it. But according to what they say, it is never aired within that block, and I was stunned. You know, maybe Invader Zim doesn't exist. <laughs> It's possible. <laughs> I thought it was this, like, cultural phenomenon, and it's just been irrelevant it, for the last few weeks on our show. Might. Whenever I think it will be. It might just be that, like, the fans that it does have are very passionate, you know? Like, it's a yeah. a vocal minority, so to speak, but there's not as many of them as we picture. I'm not entirely sure, but, yeah, I felt like it was maybe a little unfair of a question, but I also wanted to share the fact because I thought it was interesting, so... Maybe it was just in the Berenstain or the Berenstain universe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, alrighty. Alright, so now my question for you, Ashley, it's related to our upcoming um, trip, the well, your trip to New York, where we are going to take a look at some of the inspiration for the setting of Arnold City Hillwood over in Brooklyn. Um, we have a lot of plans, so we might not actually get to that, but <laughs> if we do, that's what this question is about. So, which type of architectural design describes the homes in Arnold's fictional city of Hillwood? Is it A, the brown stones, B, the gray stones, C, the red stones, or D, the black stones? That's brown, gray, red, or black. Okay. I know very little about architectural terms. Um, Me too. <laughs> just throwing that out there. For some reason, um, there's like what my gut's telling me, and then there's, you know, I'm going to go with brownstones for no good reason, final answer. All right, take it away, Plankton. Correct! Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said red. <sighs> You're on a roll. You've got, uh, yeah, because I, I thought you might say red because it sounds kind of like the Redwoods in California and thought that you might, you know, conflate the two. You've gotten four right in a row. I don't think you have, uh, yeah, I've got them all in my document here and you have never done yeah, that. Yeah, this is, I'm honestly feeling pretty great about it. I, I think I just have decided to go with my gut feeling more often than not and apparently that has been the way to go. Um, not that that means yeah. that that will keep happening, but dang, I... So now it's five to two, what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I maybe I'm just really salty about not getting a cool gift, and I want a cool gift. I think it, it evens it out. <laughs> That's valid. This isn't because I'm losing, <laughs> but, well, it kind of is now at this point, but do we maybe want to shorten the season to keep it more interesting in case you do run away with it? We can, we've still got time. Yeah, we can see if um, it starts getting too far spread away, yeah, we can, we can call some sort of a, maybe when I graduate. You know, two weeks go my way and suddenly it's five to four, so we'll maybe, see. Maybe, maybe like after, like my graduation day, which isn't relevant to the podcast at all, but we can call that the end of the season because it's the end of my school year and... We can we can do somewhere around then. Yeah, that's a good idea. I feel like there should be two trivia seasons in a year. And that's like close to mid mid year as well. Yeah. So let's let's aim for that. Really? Alrighty. Um well that's that's all we've got for you guys this week. Thanks as always for listening. And uh next week we will be talking about the 
next week's games. <laughs> we'll be doing the third part of this Nick Madness series. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.